We're always so thankful when Dr. Dana Barble joins us. She is the Chief Veterinary Officer for North American Veterinary Community, but also Associate Veterinarian here in Chicago at Chicago Exotics Animal Hospital, exoticpetvet.com. Uh, Dr. Dana, does that mean that you tend to potbelly pigs, or is that not exotic? Absolutely. I love my potbelly pig clients. They're some of my favorites. Oh, good, because I am a... <laughs> A person who rescues pot bellies, and Miss Penelope got her her pedicure the other day. She got her hooves and her ears Wonderful. and her eyes done. Yes, yes, <laughs> so, and they always feel so fancy after that. It really shows. They always feel yes. like they tap dancing a little bit after they get their <laughs> their little spa day. So, do you treat fish too? We do. I actually do quite a bit with fish. Um, I accident. I recently got the uh, had the pleasure of doing actually a CT on a fish to try to determine the extent of a growth that it had on its face. So we can actually do quite a bit with fish. I think that always comes as a surprise to people how much medicine can be done on fish. Oh, my gosh. The doctor is in. This is my kind of doctor. <laughs> um, I never wanted to talk about vet techs because during the pandemic, yeah. we would just take our dog to the door and then the dog would disappear, mm-hmm. the cat would disappear, and then you would pick it up in the, you know, in the entryway. And I noticed when I brought one of the cats in last week, same thing. They say, okay, we're going to take her in another room. When they take her in another room, who's actually <laughs> working on her? Well, that's a great question, and I'm really excited to talk with this uh, about this with you, Lisa, because next week is National Veterinary Technician Week. So it's one of my favorite weeks in the year because we get to celebrate these folks who are veterinary technicians. These are kind of the veterinary equivalent of a registered nurse in human medicine, except just like veterinarians, our veterinary technicians do quite a range of activities. So they are going to be your phlebotomists, your lab technicians, your anesthesia technicians, your surgery technicians, your nutritional coaches. They do so much for us, and they're such an important part of our pets' health care that it's really a great week to recognize all that they do. And someone just sent a text and said, Lisa, I would never let yeah. them take, you would never let a doctor take your human child into another room. Why, as an animal person, do you let someone take your animal into <laughs> another room? And I think yeah, I, I do I mean, it, to be honest with you, Doc, I think I do it because um, I cringe a lot and I trust the people <laughs> that I do business when it comes to the health care of my animals. Yeah, I mean, that's just it. Some animals are actually better away from their owners. They feel if you're really nervous, um, which is common, right? It's You're going to the doctor. It's a nerve-wracking situation. So if you're kind of sharing that nervous energy with your pet, sometimes it's funny. We'll take them into the other room, and our veterinary technicians who are highly trained, highly qualified, will start doing things like taking their temperature, checking their heart rate, or even just giving them exams, they don't realize they're like, oh, well, there's nothing to be nervous about back here because I'm with this person who's really confident and knows, seems to know exactly what they're doing and is just giving me pets and love. And you'll see them just go, oh, well, this is no big deal. This is great, actually. So yeah. some animals do better actually away from their owners, and that's why we do that. Um, I think uh, my cat got her shots. Uh, she got her temperature taken, all of that, with me in the room. <laughs> they took her to another room to... Um, do a swab of her ears and to clip her nails. Mm -hmm. Um, So here's another question. Veterinary services, very expensive these days. A lot of people are relinquishing their pets or relying on pet food banks because the price of 
sharing your home with an animal is certainly pretty taxing for a lot of people. What is the uptick in costs about right now? Yeah, we're seeing reports somewhere around 10%. And a lot of that has to do with things like supplies and medications are going up in price. So unfortunately, those price increases have to be passed on to the consumer. You know, we're in a period of inflation. I mean, the good news is, I just heard on the news that our heating prices are going to go up 20% too this winter. So we're doing better than some industries, um, you know, but 10% is a huge price increase. Mm -hmm. So one thing I wanted our listeners to think about today and really consider was the idea of pet insurance. Because what pet insurance can do for us is it can take some of that financial stress away from away from the immediate time that you have to see the vet. You don't have to be thinking about it because a lot of pet insurance, while you may still have to pay up front, will reimburse you, and that reimbursement comes very quickly. I personally, I don't like it when people have to really change their plans, change what they would normally do for their pet because of money, but we're in a period where everybody's wallets are going to feel this pinch. And unless that money tree that my dad always joked about showed up in your yard this year, all of us are going to feel that. So really look into options for pet insurance so that you don't have to be stressed about money for your animal, for your pet when you go to the vet. Why? Uh, Dr. Dana Varble is with us, mm-hmm. Chief Veterinary Officer for the North American <laughs> Veterinary Community. But why are those allergy shots so expensive? I think it was over 100 oh. bucks. Yeah. I mean, that type of, that's a medication that is very expensive. And we do have a couple of very unique medications in veterinary medicine. Um, Some of the types of allergy treatments are certainly one of them where the cost of the medication is very high. I know another one people always ask me about is why is heartworm medication so expensive? Mm -hmm. And it is. Um, You know, you typically buy six months or a year in advance. And so if you do the math and break it up, you know, divide by 12, maybe it's not so much per month, but to have to put all all that money at once, it it can hurt, right? Mm -hmm. The other interesting thing is obviously our veterinary care, the budget for that, comes right out of our pockets, right? It's not like our health care where a bill comes later or goes through insurance first, but we see all those costs. So that can be very stressful. And again, it's another reason to really look into and research your options for pet insurance because a lot of those everyday costs, allergies are a great one, heartworm medication can be another. We can really defer those through the use of insurance. Thank you so much for joining us, Dr. Dana Varble. You can find her at exoticpetvet.com. And I've got 10 seconds left. I just want to see if this is your experience. I read a, a, a study this week that said you and your dog probably have the same personality. Do you see that when people bring their dogs in, that the dog's personality is much like the person's personality? And there are many pigs and there are ducks <laughs> and there are macaws. Absolutely. I think we I think we gravitate towards animals that share things in common with us and I think they end up taking a bit from us as well. Oh, that's great. Steve has your news coming up next on seven twenty WGN. Lisa Dent, WGN.